Welcome to Supply Chain Radio. I'm Greg Kiefer. I'm here joined today by Guy Cortain. Guy, welcome to the show. Greg, great to be here. So recently, you and I had the privilege of being on stage at the Gartner Conference, hosting a session on the evolution of supply chain visibility. Now, when we cooked this thing up, I wasn't sure if we were stuck in the past and no one would be in there. And well, lo and behold, the room was packed. 95% full, probably 350 people in there. So clearly, visibility is still high in the minds of people. We probably get sick of it because we've been talking about it on the show for so long. But, you know, had yourself, Eric Johnson from American Shipper and Mark Heinrich from Microsoft, one of our customers at GT Nexus and a practitioner. So pretty cool. I thought that went pretty well. What do you think? Yeah, I thought it went great. Always a pleasure to have a full audience that is attentive and clearly a topic, as you said, that is still something that we talk about at length that very few people have truly solved for and that I would argue even fewer people really know what it means or what it represents to them, right? It's sort of one of those terms that we kind of throw around a little bit too loose at times, but... I don't want to say no one sat down to define it, but I would argue you ask 10 people what visibility means to them, you'll get 12 answers. Right. So I think that's the other challenge. But again, I think a good topic, a good panel, and obviously a great MC. <laughs> yeah, the MC was what made it. Absolutely. Well, it's funny because you say, you know, like definitions, like that was our first talking yeah. section, right? And I think when I built the deck, I went on to Google and just pumped in and got a couple yep. of terms. And I don't know if you've noticed it, but all of these cameras went up and everyone yeah. was taking pictures of that slide because it is a bit fuzzy. And I think that, you know, if you talk to Gartner, you know, Christian Tietze here at Gartner that uh, covers visibility and is writing quite a bit about it, you know, told me last year that in his estimation, there are 109 technology vendors that have a viable supply chain visibility offering. Now, they're all different, you know, it could be visibility into a plan or a, or a DC. But I found that rather shocking because, you know, when I think of visibility, I think of it as supply chain Google with, you know, I mean, <laughs> on steroids, because of course there's more than where's my stuff, but right. the idea that you, you know, it looks across your entire network. Yeah. It's not just a planning system, but it's everything. And we got into that a little bit and, and kind of gleaned out a, a couple of good concepts, I thought. Yeah, we did. And I think it's one of those things. And I guess what I took away from the panel is, first of all, a lot of this is in the eye of the beholder. To your point, maybe someone for them, all visibility is, is to be able to go into a system and say, where's my stuff? And it shows you at a static point in time where your stuff is, and you're happy with that. Someone else might say, where's my visibility or what's visibility? Maybe they want to know where their stuff is, and they want to know how it's being handled at current time. What are all the ingredients that went into that product? Who touched it? Where's it sourced from? What was the actual journey it made? Other people, you know, we talked about this on the panel, visibility is more in the front-end side of, what does my consumer want? What do they want it? You know, is she going to buy it online or go to the store? Is this a repeat buy? Is she a loyal customer or what have you, right? A whole host of information that's out there. So I think what's interesting about this topic, why it's in a way so difficult to, I don't want to say get your arms wrapped around it, but to sort of, as you said, you know, over a hundred vendors that say they do visibility is because yes, there's visibility might be just seeing what's in my logistics channel. Visibility might be just like what's in my factory, what's in my warehouse, What's in my demand side? That could be all you're looking for, or it could be everything, right? And I think that's the challenge that we all face. And, and I think from the panel discussion, what I, again, what I found interesting is just that we're constantly under pressure to gain this thing called visibility, yet none of us can agree to what the heck does that mean? Right. And, you know, of course, we spend a little bit of time talking about networks, right? Yep. Because I think oftentimes when you say the word software or 
technology, you immediately look at a screenshot and say, wow, that's just a beautiful, stunning demo. Wow, holy cow, right? <laughs> right? But where does the data come from? I like to say it's the path from data to information to insight. And of course, you need a network. And you know, you've heard Gartner getting on networks a little bit more with virtual ecosystem terminology. And we talked a little bit about networks. And I think that you know, the networks of today and tomorrow are a lot different than networks of the past. Not all networks are created equal. That's another thing. I think networks to different people mean different things. And you're absolutely right. I think networks are not created equal. Networks are evolving. Networks will constantly evolve. I think you provide an example on stage of, you know, in the old days, a network was sort of a very tight-knit uh, group of data points that you could potentially access easily because it was all self-contained in a way. It was maybe vertically integrated, things like that. We look forward to networks of what? Networks are living, breathing, changing organisms, right, for lack of a better term. What we mean by that is if you look at, you know, LinkedIn being an example we use all the time, but you think about a LinkedIn network or your Twitter network or your Facebook network, you're getting people added onto your network on a regular basis. You have people leaving your network on a regular basis. You have some people who are participating differently on that network every day and they're changing their behavior. So now we take that and we apply it to the world of our supply chains and you recognize that the complexity of that becomes two times, 10 times more complicated because again, that network is constantly changing. And then what that does obviously is it layers complexity onto the goal of gaining air quotes, greater visibility, right? So if your network in of itself is not a static object, it's constantly moving, evolving, changing, the information it throws off itself is gonna be constantly moving and changing which then begets an issue of, well, how do I constantly keep on top of that information, which is what is visibility, right? Getting understanding of my network of what's happening. So I think that's why it's so difficult, right? It's because it is always moving, always changing. Right. Well, and of course, with the proliferation of devices and GPS sensors and RFID and all of these new things that are going to feed into that network, right? It's no longer the realm of a point-to-point -point EDI hardwired thing. Yeah. It's much more than that. And of course... The old network, you know, it would take you 50 years to set that whole thing up. So it really has to be, I hate to say LinkedIn because that's probably oversimplifying right. it, but, <laughs> yeah. but it looks a lot more like LinkedIn, right? Well, in the sense yeah, that, it, you know, that the notion of, a, of an object, an order or a shipment or a, a SKU yep. is rendered once, yes. just like your phone number is rendered once on LinkedIn, right? And as that object changes, everybody, everybody gets, gets the yeah. news, right? That model is right. I think you take that model to the next level. It's not just if one piece of information changes. Yes, everybody has access to that information, but I think the networks that we're moving towards with these ecosystems, there's also a prioritization, right? So if, let's take that example, like if Greg is a supplier A that's a high-end, you know, tier one supplier of my network, if something happens to your ability to run a certain batch, I need that information, you know, all the people in the network get the information, but there's got to be a prioritization where, hey, these nodes get the information sooner, maybe more detailed, and these other nodes might not get it. They have access to it, but maybe they don't get it. So I think there's this notion of tiering, of importance. But again, none of that happens until you have the fundamental connectivity of a network or a virtual ecosystem as Gartner right, calls it. Right. Now, again, we had a great guest on the stage with us, Mark Heinrich from Microsoft, and he runs a supply chain, not Xboxes, yeah. but they're cloud servers, right? Yeah. And He's undertaken an initiative. He's rolled out visibility. And, you know, he's looking at it from a transportation velocity perspective and, you know, making smart choices on mode, et cetera. But I thought he really brought some interesting concepts around the value because we tried to dig into yes. what is the value of visibility? Because I think everybody understands in their hearts visibility is good. 
Right. Right. But it's hard to quantify sometimes, right? And, you know, there's a couple of common things, but I thought he had some really interesting insights. Yeah, and I think it's it's one of those things where how do you put value on seeing things, right? Intrinsically, I think we know what the value is, but it's not, in a way, it's, it's different from, I can put the value on putting in a new TM solution because all of a sudden I can right away associate some of that technology to reduction in freight costs and efficiency of moving goods and all that. And again, not easy, but easier. But how do I put the notion of, well, if I can see things, now, basic things, yes, if I get better ETAs, what I can do is, you know, maybe recognize revenue a little bit faster, which then gives me fewer days of outstanding costs, things like that. So, yes, there, but I think the overall concept of visibility is there's not one measure that everybody can agree upon saying, yes, if I do this, I will gain this. It's more of a, well, for me, it's it means I can react quicker if I have stockouts or I can move merchandise faster if I see an opportunity. Or if my boss comes in and yells at me and says, how many widgets do I have in the warehouse? I can hit a button and see instantaneously how many widgets I have in that warehouse. And that's the value for visibility for me. So I think it's one of those things where, again, back to the question of what is visibility, if we went to ask 10 professionals, what is the ROI for greater visibility? You'll get 15 answers. Right. Well, and I think the other thing we talked about, which it's always fun to talk about, is the intangibles. Right. Rather, whether it's a container ship sinking, the Hanjin bankruptcy, where tens of billions of dollars of the merchandise were sitting sitting on, anchored off the port of Long Beach. Mark from Microsoft, I thought, brought a really interesting point where they have to fire up one of these servers in some backwater city in Thailand because there's a bunch of people that need Wi-Fi, right? And and so they deliver one of these very heavy, expensive server stacks. And, you know, if he doesn't orchestrate the team that has to handle that thing with care, you know, you got a bunch of guys with sandals that are carrying this thing upstairs (laughs) and they drop it, it's $2 million gone. Right. And it's not like you get one back, you don't overnight the next one, the replacement part. Right. Right. I mean, that's the part. And I think, so that's visibility from that perspective of Microsoft, right? Which is fascinating. And I think, again, it goes back to this notion of eye of the beholder. What person A sees as important for visibility might not be what person B sees. And I think that's the challenge is that, as you mentioned, you know, if you got a hundred plus vendors selling visibility, you know, are they all selling snake oil in a way? Because it is whatever it is you want it to be is what I'm going to sell to you. That's right, and it varies. You know, I mean, I think you know, you talk to these companies. I've been at a trade show with a booth, and they say, "I'd like to see a visibility demo." Yeah, I'm like, there is no such thing as a visibility demo. It's what are your problems? When we turn the lights on, you're probably the thing you think is wrong and broken. It's not that. It's not the root that. cause is going to be something right. else. Or it is what's broken, but once you solve that, another problem gets created. Right. right. We've always seen that, right? The unintended consequences as you start fixing these problems. But yeah, it is interesting because I think we talked about it and you showed one of the pieces of information that we did in our study with Capgemini about the need for visibility and you know, almost, let's say, basically unanimous was we need better, air quote, visibility tools and technology, which is Great to say, but to your point, you don't just walk down to your local convenience store and go down the visibility aisle and pick out which one you want. That's right. I mean, in that survey you refer to was a survey about how do you get to the promised land of supply chain digital transformation, right? Very fluffy, sexy concept. And 94% of the people surveyed said visibility is an enabler, which is literally unanimous. And again, I think it's a great topic. It's what people want, what they need, but they don't know what exactly it means for them from that standpoint. Yeah, yeah. I think there's still a lot to be figured out here. Again, I don't think it's going to go away. People probably get tired of it. But 
I was a bit worried, frankly, because we had that session, and I thought, oh, man, what if only 30 people show up? This is going to be horrible. And instead, it was standing room only. So clearly— Well, they heard who the MC the was. And they yes, right. Well, no, flopped. there was that, the other guest. It was that guy, <laughs> Guy. All right, Guy. Well, thanks again for joining us on the show. This is Supply Chain Radio, and we are signing off.